0: How you doing guys, welcome back to NRL Fantasy Analysis. In this one we're gonna be breaking down our center position and this one we're gonna be looking more at the cash cows. So, just went through the, the guns in the last one. There's a little bit of value in a couple of those guys too that might be able to push up into that upper echelon. In this one here, we're looking at guys I think that are probably gonna make between 100 and 150K and there's a lot of speculation in this one. When you go through uh, close to 12 guys in this one and there's going to be a few of them that we're speculating on at this point. It's just, just because we don't know their role at this stage. Uh, but we'll give a good idea of what they would score if they would play in this role. But we will have to wait till team list. Based on that one, um, guys. If you're I'm not sure if you notice, I've I've opened up a Discord group, which is going to be great for to really shorten that that window of of uh, of things we need to look at in terms of in terms of bringing together a bunch of guys that are going to be talking about. NFL fantasy, I think that's going to be good. I'll pop that link in the description there. But we'll start with uh, with James Roberts. So, price of twenty five, which is the lowest he's been for a very long time, with an average of twenty eight point five on the season. In a lot of teams at eighteen to start us off, but let's go through what he was able to do last year. He's been bat- battling a few things mentally and also physically as well, having played only six games for the season. We can look what happens when he does have a good game. He only scored the one try last week, made a few line breaks in the first few games, but if he is to score a try, and you'd expect that he'd, he'd be scoring you know, close to at least 10 tries, if he has a good season, you can expect his average to be closer to what it has been in, in previous years. You can look at 2019's numbers, a lot more scores in the 30s plus, with a bunch in the 50s and in the 40s there. If you can expect something like that, he's at least 10 points under price, which is, which is great, and he should be able to make you over 100k there. Um, in that centre position, he's someone that I currently have in my team. And I see a decent amount of upside there. You can see over the games last year, he only played 80 minutes in, in three of them. And and for those games had scored 35, 57 and a 24. So with him being priced at 25, that's that's definitely the low the low point there. And I expect that his ceiling is a lot higher than than most of the guys that we see in this group. And at this stage if he's getting a starting spot in a tigers team that will hopefully have a decent season. They will see usually come ninth, but hopefully they can uh, they can step up a little bit this year and, and he can be a good option. But again, we'll have to wait and see with him. But at a nice 330k there. Move on to Jack Bird. price at 28, which is which is great. If you look at his scores in 2019, as he didn't play in 2020, very, very consistent player, and that was all in the center position. It looks like he should get the center position. There's a chance that he doesn't, and maybe he's he's brought in off the bench, or he plays a little bit of time in the back row. There's talks of of both of those things. If he does play, price at 28, he has a low score of 20 in 2019 with a bunch of scores in the 40s and 50s as as you go along there. With only two tries there, someone that has a decent, uh, decent amount of base stats, does miss a few tackles, but is always up over 100 meters in the center position, which is which is what we're looking for, for a guy to have a minimum of around 20 to 25 in base, and then has the upside with scoring on on an edge there in the dragons team that should do okay, but not great. So something to think about there. When he was at the Broncos last time, they were an okay team, uh, better than they were last year, but yeah, he's someone that I currently have in my squad, and I see is having a nice bit of upside. Being a consistent player as well. So he's not someone that if he does start in the centre team, he shouldn't be burning you in terms of he has a few bad games and then you'll have to move him on. He's someone that has a nice base and should score well with a chance to get up in around the 500k mark. If you can see back then, he was he was priced in the mid four, 400s to 500k mark. I can see that again happening with Jack Bird. So there are a couple of the better options. Then we move on to Moses Zumbi. And also, guys, if you if you're enjoying, please please hit that subscribe and the like button. Channel really appreciates so it. We're growing a nice big community, and I'm loving seeing this happen. I'm really enjoying putting out these videos. So keep up the love. Moses Mbai. So center and wing fullback Joel price at 422, priced at 31 points. What we will see with Mbai is there's a good chance that he's playing in fullback. That's where he's training at the moment. Last year he played a lot of center. One game in the hooking position there to score to average to get fifty-nine tackles and one miss, which is great. So you can see when he when he does play in a center position, he, he's a good tackler, only missing two to three a game for his average of uh, close to fifteen tackles. At fullback, if we look at in the past, has scored decently but not incredible. He does have a a, a nice base. You're looking at closer to thirty for his base in terms of his meters being up over hundred and. And and sort of three to four tackle breaks there, but is there a chance he does that again? There's an interesting, you know, new thing happening with with Dane Laurie. Is a good chance of coming in and, and trying to take that position. If he starts there or not, who knows? But Mumbai has a fair bit of uh, a fair few people that are after his position, so he's someone that's slightly interesting. But already priced at 31, you're spending up a little bit to get a, a centre or or if you're playing at fullback um, for someone who probably doesn't have a lot of upside. His upside will be closer to 40, and I think that would be it. If he was playing for a team like the Roosters or something and playing the one position, you'd expect him to have more upside than that. But with the Tigers, expected to just have an okay year. He's not someone that I want to go too crazy on. And very similar to Will Hoppawide in the fact that their price, fairly similar. Hoppawide just a little bit less. But playing with the Bulldogs, who aren't going to be an amazing team, they should be a little bit better this year. But but price at 29... uh for 395k, the question is going to be where is he going to play? Corey Allen should be playing at fullback. You can see that he started in the centers and had a couple of decent games. He's got a few games in the twenties there, so similar to Mbaye in the in the fact that he does make a fair few meters. He's he's up over 100 for an average in the centers and uh, and definitely when he's playing at fullback. So he has that, and then is not someone that misses too many tackles, but doesn't make a lot in the centre position. You yeah, know, 12 to 13. 12, 13, 14 instead of closer to 20. Just, just brings that down a little bit. And again, his upside potential isn't going to be too high. Price at 29 already. He maybe get closer to 40. But again, it's something I'm not really sure about. What his role is going to be. Are they going to be a good team? If, if Bulldogs were, again, a top 8 team, then I could see that him having a fair bit of upside. But at this stage, I don't see... The upside, but again, dual position has a little bit of, uh, yeah, a few things going well for him in there. Issa Masters, very interesting one. When he broke onto the scene for the Tigers a few years ago, you can see his scoring really, really high. He's, he's averaging a lot of offloads across those games. If you come right back to the start, had a really good patch here through 2018 where, where he was playing really well. Just note, uh, just read an article about him Moving up to the Cowboys was a big change for him, and and he really didn't uh, cope well with it. Being a new dad, etc. Now he's he thinks that he's uh, much more of a chance of of being able to lock in and and train really hard. It sounds like he didn't really do that last year, and yeah, that was a good chance, a good part of the reason as to why he was dropped. But having an 80 minute game with negative five really scares me, right? <laughs> when he's got. A decent amount of missed tackles in his game, two to three, but not making many in the centers. It's the upside for him is is around his his bus and his offloads. You know in in seasons past, he's been the top off one of the top offloaders in the game, and if he can get back to that, then he's then he's got a fair bit upside. But at this stage, priced at twenty nine, I see him probably averaging just over thirty for the season. He might have a stretch where he, where he goes bonkers and and kills it, but I think there's a few other guys better priced. Um, and also have a better chance of, of upside in this position, and, and I don't think he's one of them. We'll move to Tom o- Opacek. So, an interesting one for him. Price at 3.33 comes from the Cowboys to an Eels side who will be better. He should get some more op- uh, more opportunities to score. You can see here, last year only played a small amount of games, two, two tries in his five games. And you look back to 2019, did score a decent amount of tries, but he's not someone that has... A crazy amount of base stats. You can see the majority of games here are under 100 meters gained. He's making sort of 10 to 15 tackles, which is good for limited misses, but just didn't have as much opportunity to attack, which he will have a little bit more at the Eels if he gets that spot. Uh, it looks like he should get that spot for the start of the season and enough time to make some money if he can make money. But already being priced at 25, there's, you know there's less money to make, in my opinion. Uh, you can see there when he scores a try, you know a twenty-eight with a try and a thirty-nine with a try. If if your centers are going to get uh, going to score a try, you'd, you're hoping for them to get sort of forty-five to fifty in those games, because you're going to expect uh, a few there where he's going to get around the twenty mark, which you can see here happen fairly regularly. And if he's someone that I'm I'm looking to start with in my centers, I'd I'd hope for a little bit more upside than scoring a try and getting around forty is one game. Uh, you know, two games in the past 25 there where he's got 50, and and these other guys like Bird and and Roberts etc. have a lot more games with with upside like that. And if you're looking to get off to a good start of the season, I don't see Opcheck as the best option for your center pairing there. All right, let's go for Dylan Walker. Looks like at this stage he's going to play in the centers, but they do have a fair a fair few players that are fighting for those spots. Um, there's also a chance he may play six, but they also have a lot going on there with Foreman and Schuster and those kind of guys. So, someone who's really, really interesting to me in terms of fact, he's dual position, 317k price of 24, but had a really low average last year. Having played only seven matches, was able to have three really good games at 58, there 40, a 40 or 45, and a 59, with only one try across that season. So. When, you, when you're looking at it as well, his last two games, he only played three minutes and 10 minutes. So looking at a, a much higher average, closer to low 30s, which means there is some upside there. But will he will he play at center or will he play at 5.8? He usually scores a fair bit better in the 5.8 position. As you can see, his center scores there are only two high scores of 47. One with a try, and one with a try assist, line break assist. So for me, again, I think there's other better options, but we'll have to wait and see what happens with, with his positioning. Let's look at Avarillo. We spoke about him in the uh, in the half one as well, but again, dual position, 300k, there's a good chance to get the 5.8 position. If he does that and he's playing close to 80 minutes, he has a fair bit of X factor and a lot of his teammates and, and coaching staff have said that as well. He's someone that will be in my team if he does get that sixth position. Until then, let's just play it by year, but definitely has some upside given he's such a young player um, and a chance of doing well. Let's have a look at Momorowski. So he's He's moved over now to the Panthers and comes into a team that's red hot. If he gets a centre position there instead of Tyro May, then I think he he has a fair bit of upside. Price at twenty seven. You can see when he when he came into to play for for the Storm last year, he has some a couple of decent games in amongst some some low scoring ones. So he's got a sixty or 42, uh, sixty and a forty with tries and then a seven with nothing. Um, and you look a little bit lower there. He's got games of, of twenty two and thirty five in a in a centre position, and then a mixture of thirties and forties down below with a couple of big scores. So he's someone that has a fair bit of upside. But will he get a spot in that Panthers side? If he does, we'll, we'll talk further about him. But at this stage, he's not someone that I want to look at. All right, Curtis Scott. We moved to on the Raiders side. A few more players to go. Team twenty seven. He's priced up for three sixty two. Had a fair few issues. Starting the season last year, just could not score well at all. I know one of my mates had him in in their team, and and he was really frustrated with, you know the bunch of teen scores. He got fourteen scores uh, in in the first eight games, which is which is pretty sad, and just didn't have a lot of upside. Even when he scored a try, it's closer to thirty five forty, which you can see there in those three games. But before that, um, has always been that inconsistent scorer. He'll get a bunch of teen scores, but he doesn't really do much. Um, just given the fact that his metres gain aren't anything crazy. Close to over 100, 200. And then his tackles are, are never too high as well. So base stats are always fairly low with him. But you know, is there a chance he improves on last year? Yes, but I'm not going to be one to to wait and see. All right. Interesting one. I've seen a, a few people having have Tomoko in, in their squad. Showed a little bit of... Um, a little bit of upside in terms of you know being priced at 21. Had a game at centre where he scored 43 points in the 80 minutes. And it looks like Kroker's going to be out for a couple of weeks. But, again, we're very far out from the season. And there's a chance that Kroker comes back and starts round one, given that he's the you know, one of their most important players and the captain of that squad. Yeah, co-captain there. Uh, there's a chance that, yeah, so Tomoko comes in and plays what I, what I think you're looking for with him is if, if, if you start with him, he might play two games and score fairly well, but then get booted out of the team and you, you're then hoping for an injury. So for me, he's, ch- he's cheap enough that you could do that given the fact that he has some talent, but he's not someone that I'd be looking to start at, just especially with the fact that you know Croker could start round one, he could start, you know, come back after one week. Um, but at most, it looks like he's probably getting two weeks out of Tomoko and I don't think that's worth it um, for him. And then... Last interesting one is gonna be Max Fayguy. I'm gonna go with that as as his as his name. Priced at eighteen. Came in, played two games last year, played eighty minutes on the wing for a twenty and twenty-two minutes on the interchange for fifteen points. Which doesn't sound too exciting. Sounds like you know he's been touted as a, a much better player than someone like Willie Army. I not know, a few, a few of us yeah, fell for that trap last last year with Willie Army Given the fact that he oh, he did alright overseas and comes back and and has a chance to score well, but with me, this guy has a little bit more upside. He's there's a chance he gets that center spot, but there's also a good chance the bird gets that center spot. And yeah, depending on who gets it, it might might depend on who you who you pick in your side. Uh, but at this stage, he's just going to be a wait and see. There's not much more we can say. That there's a chance that he's going to score and make a little bit of money, but. At this stage, not very sure. But anyway, guys, that's that's it for this position. It's it's not as a not as a fun position. I made sure I wore my my Larry shirt just to, to to spice this up, given the fact that the centers are so are so boring. But that's all on this one, guys. I hope you have fun and um, look forward to my next video, which is going to be about talking about the buy schedule. So, good one, guys. See you later.